Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's about to get real with the MTV original reality TV star OGs, John and Beth, as they chat with great guests to discuss reality TV, music, pop culture, and real world life. Pick up your phone and go to wherever you get your podcasts. Search for Getting Real with John and Beth. Turn it up. Getting Real starts now. Hey, we're so glad that you chose to tune in tonight. Hi, Beth. How you doing? I'm great. I'm great. I'm sunny wow. side up. I'm sunny side up today. I'm ready to go. Beth, I know this is an audio podcast, but I'm looking at you on the screen here and you look you look marvelous today. What's going on? Aw, John, that's so sweet. Are you about <laughs> yeah. to tell me some kind of bad news? Is that why no, you're doing No, no, I'm just saying your, your eyelashes look very voluptuous today. Voluptuous. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. That's a nice plug for me. What'd John. you do different? What'd you do different? Well, you know, I'm wearing my lashes. That's oh, the your lash. My lashes, <laughs> my eye illusion lashes. That's, that's very nice. But I think you're about to tell me something that I'm not going to like. And that's why you're giving me a compliment. What's up, John? No, I, I have, I have <laughs> no agenda. Beth, calm down. Okay. You've got to con- just scale it on back a little okay, bit. Well, thank you. Thank you for the compliment. I'm really excited about our guest today because besides being a road rules, OG, and a fierce competitor on the challenge shows. She's also a mom and I'm having some issues right now. I'm trying to figure out how to balance the phone and social media with my kids. So I'm kind of <laughs> hoping that maybe our guest can give me some advice on this. Now, how, old are your advice, kids? How, how old are your kids? So my kids are 12 and 14. Wow. That's unbelievable. Yeah, they're 12 and 14 already. Can you believe it? And so they're glued to their phone. It's like oxygen. Yes. I mean, more so my 14 year old, she's on the phone a lot and she has a hard time putting it down and kind of like focusing on homework, like transitioning yeah. or regulating. So, what do they call that? Regulating. She's having, what is she doing on the phone? She's listening to music. She's talking to friends. What's going well, on? I love it when she listens to music. Like if she asks me for time for music, I'm all for that. Cause I think music is, is really great and healthy for her. But when she's on the social media apps a lot. It really, really worries me. Yeah. And I tell her that even as an adult, if I spent a lot of my time just staring at social media, I mean, it can be depressing because people yeah. are showing you the best of themselves. And you social know? media does not make you feel great about yourself, does it? And then oh. when you do go to post something, you always post, you know, the most flattering thing of yourself. And then of course, you know, when we were on television in the nineties, we didn't have social media, but you know, people would be bullying us and you know, you said this and you did that. But, you know, we're, we are just as guilty as teenagers to be on our phone. If I want to ask you a question, if you forgot your phone and left it at your house, mm-hmm. 
How many minutes away from your phone would you have to be before you said it's not worth going back? Like if you were 20 minutes away from your house, you would. Oh, no, 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 no. I would not go back. I would not go back, but I would get a lot of people angry at me because they'd say, why didn't you answer my text? Why didn't you pick up the phone? Right. That's fine. But how many like if you were 10 minutes away, would you turn around and go get it? No, I would not turn around and go get it because I would be in L.A. traffic and it would probably take me longer to go back and get it. I mean, if I'm just right down the street, I would turn around. That's it. If I'm any further than that, I'm already in traffic. I wouldn't turn around, but I would be I would be anxious about it until I got back to my phone. For sure, I'd be thinking about it all day because people expect you to respond immediately. And if you don't, people get upset. I would have to be really (laughs) far away from my phone. I would have to be really far away from my home or wherever I've left my phone to not turn around and go back and get it. To be honest, I wouldn't know what to do with my hands. So we're really hard on young people and teenagers. It's the best pet punishment to give a teenager is take their phone because it's like their oxygen. You got to punish somebody you know, where it counts. And so that's, that's where that is. But we actually have a mom on the show with us today. And and I love this person. It's actually a relatively new friend to me. I actually met her. We had lunch in Kentucky because she lives in Kentucky and I love Kentucky. That's my state, but you've known her for a long time. Won't you introduce our guest? Oh, I've known her for a long time and she's one of my favorite challengers, probably my favorite OG girl from road rules. She has been on so many challenges. She debuted on Road Rules The Quest in 2001. She's done more challenges than I have. She is just (laughs) fierce and funny and unapologetic. And she's super talented. She's got a great career outside of the challenge shows. She just does it for fun. She's an interior decorator and she's a mom and it is Katie Cooley. Welcome, Katie Cooley, to the show. Welcome Katie. to Getting Real, Katie. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me, and thanks for the nice intro. <laughs> How's Kentucky today? It is almost 80 today, and I'm pretending it's fall, so I'm wearing, like, a sweatshirt, and now I'm regretting that. But, you know, it's beautiful here in the fall. That's awesome. That is awesome. Well, Katie, I know that you're a mom. Do you have any advice? John and I were talking about kids and cell phones. Do you have any kind of advice you could give me as far as like balancing time with my kids and cell phones? I'm having major issues right now. Well, my daughter's only eight, but she does have a phone. I know a lot of people have been on that, but I can track her. And if she's like out in the neighborhood playing and riding bikes, I can see which house she's at and text her and stuff. So uh, I don't regret that. But there are issues with, you know, being on the phone. I do make her plug it in in my room at night so that she doesn't have access to it. So it's like, okay, it's time for bed. And then I take the phone and I plug it in. Uh, But like John said, I mean, it is the best punishment. Like, give me your phone. And then they're like, no, because that's like (laughs) their lifeline. (laughs) Anything but that. Anything but that. Yeah. You know, that's kind of a good idea. Maybe I'll I'll start taking the cell phones away before they go to bed. Yeah. They don't have access. And then when we have dinner, there's no phones like, you know, me, my husband, her, we all three just put our phone down and we have dinner. But, you know, I'm guilty, too, because like, you know, yesterday my husband was watching football And I just, you know, I want to scroll and watch TikTok. And so I do it too. Right. But, you know, like, yeah, homework and all of the other responsibilities are pretty important to make sure that those are done first and you're not just aimlessly scrolling. Yeah. And and, an adult has the ability to prioritize 
you know, responsibilities and say, oh, I got to put my phone down and I've got to do X, Y, Z. You know, teenagers don't have that chemical makeup in their brain to make that decision. And, and, you know, just, just for you guys. And, and, you know, if I had uh, children living in my home, then there is no person on this planet that needs to be communicating with your son or daughters when they go to bed in their room for the night, except for you and your spouse. There's not a person on the planet that should be able to get in touch with them or needs to be in touch with them. The internet in the palm of their hand in their room is a bad thing. Oh, I agree. She she likes those YouTube kids videos, and yeah. she watches some of that stuff, and they can likes play to those during the day. Doing makeup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. And it, it's so yeah, but I mean, for the most part, you know, at first I was like, oh, I don't want her to have a phone, but now I'm kind of grateful for it because she can call me at any time, and you know those things. But I mean, it's the parents' responsibility to control that. I pay the bill. I decide when you get it and when you don't. Uh-huh. Biff, I hope you're listening to that. That's great advice, Katie. You're so level-headed now that you live in the great Commonwealth of Kentucky. Oh, I'm so mature now, guys. You're awesome. I've grown up so much. (laughs) You are one of our favorite people. We've been so excited about having you on Getting Real. And I want to ask you a question. Having been on road rules, you know, an old school road rules, and then being such a name in the challenge, which do you prefer and, and how would they, how do they differ? Are there large differences or is it kind of similar? It's just evolved. And, and, you know, what's your, what's your favorite? I definitely loved road rules. One, it was a new experience for everybody across the board. Nobody had been on TV before. No one had, you know, a name outside of the, the show. It was like, Oh, we're in this together. We're experiencing this together for the first time. And we had like a common goal to succeed. It wasn't, to lose people. It was for all of us to succeed for this handsome reward at the end. And so, you know, it was smaller, obviously there's only six of us. So it been obviously very tight quarters, but it was just such a unique experience. And, you know, we were all so young, so we were relatively new to being out of the country and it was just amazing. And then of course the challenges, you know, you've got people who think they're big shots that are like, I mean, you've seen it, they're obnoxious. And they think they're super important now and this is their livelihood. And then they just, they go crazy. And, and then it's, it's a lot of like, you know, sabotage and deceit and, you know, that betrayal stuff rather than a collective group working. Cause even if you're on a team on a challenge, you're still screwing each other over at some point because you have to, you are forced to eliminate someone. And it's like, you just don't have an option. And it really wasn't like that so much on road rules. You wanted to do as well as you could to avoid losing anybody. So for me, road rules was a better experience in that. And the all-stars is way better than any of the regular challenges. Oh, t- tell us why. Why is all-stars so great? And Beth, we want to hear from you too. Why is all-stars better? Well, one, it's shorter. <laughs> That's important to me because, you know, as you said, I'm a mom. I do have a career and a life outside of this. And then two does feel like a lot of people have evolved not everybody trust me not everybody but collectively it seemed like people were a little friendlier than they used to be or played the game a little nicer than you know they used to and so I feel like it just was a little more relaxed I liked all-stars one a lot better than all-stars two all-stars one you know I liked the house better and also I didn't I don't like bunk beds. You're an interior decorator. Yeah. Well, I was all about the house. Yeah. I'm like 41 years old sleeping in a bunk bed. And, (laughs) uh, you know, at the time I'm older now. (laughs) 
you know? So I was like, this is not ideal, but yeah, I, the challenges are still a little too extreme for me, but the experience in itself, I preferred all stars over, you know, the regular challenges. What do you think, Beth? I would have to say I loved all stars one, all stars yes. one. It just had this magic of, you know, the it was nostalgia. Hilarious. It was absolutely you know, that, hilarious. Yeah. Of just everybody coming back together after so long. I think there were a few people who actually weren't old school people who we could have done without. But for the most part, it was a great cast and definitely much better than my experience on season three All Stars. <laughs> Our guest is Katie Cooley today, and we are talking about road rules and a challenge. And the challenge All Stars will be right back with Katie. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon Podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. And we're back with Getting Real with our special guest, Katie Cooley. We're talking, we were just talking about the Challenge All-Stars And Katie, you brought up a really great point about road rules from the beginning, how you work together as a team, whereas when you're on on the challenge, you're kind of out for your end up being out playing for yourself. I kind of miss that old feel of of being together as a team from the beginning to the end. A hundred percent. I like that better having because then 
you know, you're stuck with these people and you've got to learn how to get along with these people in order to make it all the way to the end. So, yeah. And then you also have that support and encouragement instead of it as a threat, like you jump or you're going home instead of like, come on, you can do this. Like so much money. Think about like this. You know, I can work with that. Soon as someone starts yelling out threats, I'm like, screw you. I'm out. Like, I don't care enough people. You have to understand that about me. This is important to you. It's not as important to me. Peace. I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm done. I think people see that. I mean, as a viewer, I've not been able to be on any of the all-stars. Maybe my time's coming, but I'd love to be on it with the two of you. You guys are hilarious. I think people get that from you. It's just like, Katie doesn't even care. Like she'll say anything. She'll do anything. If she's feeling some type of way, I love saying that some type of way. Like, what's that mean? What type of way? But like, you're funny when, when, like, for instance, when you're scared of heights, now everybody knows that you don't like heights. You tend to fall. It's hilarious, but you're pissed, you know, and it's, it's people, right. people just know, oh, you got to watch Katie shit. Cause she's about to go off. Well, like, I think when they, yeah, when they start saying, oh, if you don't, if you don't do it, then, you know, you're probably going to go home. I don't know why they act like threatening me to go home is a bad thing. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but you know, I feel like if people collect, like, like that said, if it was like, hey, this is your team, you guys are here until the end, regardless, unless somebody gets injured, like work together. I feel like that stress and all of those other things are going to be gone. And then you, you don't want to disappoint people because like Beth said in the challenge on the normal challenges, you're out for yourself, no matter what, even if you're on a team, eventually only one person or two people stand. So but if it's as a group and you split the money like they used to do, you know, in the earlier challenges, challenges, even though you'd still lose players, I feel like, you know, it at least there's that camaraderie and there's that, you know, you're going to try. And I don't want to disappoint people. But, you know, like if somebody was like, oh, gosh, you know, I lost because because of you, like that would suck. But if I lose a challenge, I'm the one who's going to go in. So I don't feel bad. You know, it's it's happening to me. Mm-hmm. And so that's not, again, like what, what's super important to me, but I do like to challenge myself to a degree, but when the fear overcomes, then I'm like, you know what? Nope, I'm done. I'm out. And that's just how it's going to be. But I think I maybe would be willing to take more risks if I thought, you know, there was no threat of going home because then I wouldn't want to disappoint other people. Yeah, I don't know if that makes any sense. I feel like I'm contradicting myself, but I'm I'm trying to think of it from my road rules. I did things that involved heights that I was really scared to do, but I did not want to make my team lose. But now on a normal challenge, if I make my team lose, I'm usually I'll be the one going in hands down. So they're just out a player that they think sucks anyway. So there's no like guilt, if that makes sense. But I didn't I don't like doing the the eliminations when, you know, I had to be with Letarian because I felt like I felt bad about that. Because, you know, he went home as a result of me. And I did feel bad about that because, you know, I kind of had him in there with me. Uh, You're talking about the Challenge All-Stars 1 right now? Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes. All-Stars 1. But usually you're in it by yourself. And so I can determine in my head, like, how much it matters to me. And I'll Mm -hmm. know before I go in, you know, I'll be like, okay, do and I'll never lose on purpose ever, ever, ever. I always try. So everyone who has beat me has beat me fair and square, but I've never felt extreme disappointment when I've left. If that makes sense. You know, I'm always like, I get back to the hotel. I'm like, can I have my phone back, please? Ooh, I want to order some food. And then I call like my family. 
where I've gone home with someone that was on the other team and they are like sullen and depressed and sad and they don't want to talk. And I'm like, Oh, what is wrong? Well, like, am I, I don't fit in here. Why am I here? Like, I'm not like one of well, them. They're not going back to a lovely place like Kentucky, like you are. Well, I'm sure everybody's got a lovely life outside of the show. I don't mean to say that they don't. I'm just saying, <laughs> I don't, I don't care the way 99% of the cast members care. That's yeah. all. And that was even before I was married with a child and a career. Well, I think I just, that's what makes you so fun to watch. Because I'm, yeah, I'm like, all right, whatever. I don't, I don't think it's that Katie doesn't care. Katie exudes confidence, which, you know, a lot of the girls may or may not have. But she is very confident. And I think when Katie's there, she definitely gives her all. But when it's over, it's over because she's got a yes. great life. I mean, I'm kind oh. of the same way. I'm super competitive and I get re really heated and lose my cool. But then, you know, when it's over, well, OK, I'm going back to my life now. Yes. So I might be yeah disappointed, but then shade where? Yeah, that kind of threw out a little shade there. They may or may not have the confidence. Did you check? Did you did you catch that? That was am I the oh, only one? Oh, it just sounded was... like a normal conversation with Beth. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, right, right. Which is yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, now we're getting real. Now we're getting real, Katie. Katie, do you think That's that funny. Beth throws shade without even realizing it? Yeah, because I think she's unfiltered and she's just talking, and I don't think she goes out there with like the intention to hurt someone's feelings. I think she's just like, you know, just says it. And then yeah. people, some people are like, what? And then other people like me, I'm like unaffected by that kind of stuff. Cause I'm similar. Like I, I don't realize certain things that I say, could, how it might come across to other people. And it's not that, you know, I'm an asshole or maybe it is cause I'm an asshole, but I just, am like, and I always tell my husband, he wants to do a podcast about like real estate and interior. Cause he's a real estate agent real estate. And then I talk about interior design and I'm like, I know, but you're so professional and calm. And I'll be like, I'm sorry. If you want to list your house, you need to paint your damn door, pull your weeds and know your house is not as nice as you think it is. The border from 1996 needs to go. He's like, you can't say stuff like that. And I'm like, well, I don't think oh, you yeah. want me on your podcast. No, In today's <laughs> world, you can say anything you want to, as long as afterwards you go, just saying, or, or in the, in the South, you got to say, bless your heart. But you know, my real world roommate, and, you know, someone you've come to know on the challenges, Beth gets, uh, I, I think, a reputation for being shady and, you know, maybe maybe even manipulating or stirring up things. But it sounds like to me, you, you kind of got a handle on on her personality and what her motives really are and are not. Yeah, I mean, I feel like for the most part, I can ex I'm pretty accepting of like how people are or whatever. And I, you know, I don't think of it, first of all. We were all sweet, perfect angels. We wouldn't be on this show because that would be boring. Okay. <laughs> that would be like walking into like a normal corporate office meeting where everybody's on their best behavior and smiling and doing the fake laughter after someone makes some really unfunny joke because it's the social status or, you know, the social etiquette that you're supposed to do. But none of us seem to have that. So instead, if someone says something stupid, no one laughs. You know, we don't do that polite laughter. It's just, or just like a little probably too real for the normal group of people in the world. And then like, but on the show, I'm just like, oh, I'm like, you know, unbothered by some of that stuff. And yeah, I mean, of course, I'll see, I'll hear, you know, Johnny Bananas or somebody say stuff. And I'm thinking in my head, wow, he's really obnoxious. But then I'm like, but, you know, there's a reason he's been on the show million times because it's entertaining to watch. If you watch The Housewives, which Beth, I know you do, like I can't stand Tamara. 
Like, I cannot even handle it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she's like the worst person. Like, who would even be friends with her? But I'm very entertained by her. So there you go. My gosh, I agree, Katie. But, you know, the great thing about you, Katie, is that, you know, when you have beef with someone, you can just, you you can say what you want, right? And then the next day can make up and be fine. Whereas if I get into some beef with somebody, you know, people just hold on to that. Like, ah. There, there it is. And then, you know, I never, it's just always there lingering. Um, so that's a great quality that you have that people are able to just forgive you and, and move on. I need that quality, Katie. Give me Why the quality, Katie. I need that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like a lot of it is, you know, like I can apologize when I'm wrong. I'm not an idiot. I, I can totally understand when I'm out of line or if I say something that's hurtful. It's not like I'm exempt from noticing those things and being able to see yourself in third. And I tell people this all the time, being able to see yourself in third person, you really should consider it as a gift because 90% of the population has no idea they're an asshole. Like they are just like, they have no clue. And so I'll watch something back and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, you got to tone that down. There's something about, you know, being honest and being real that, you know, is fine, but like being shitty is not okay. And so I've learned over the years of being able to watch my own behavior to kind of go, mm, you know what? I don't like that about See, myself. That's a, that might make a change. That might be a good place for me since I can't seem to get back on these shows. Maybe I can be a consultant that watches and tells people if they're a jerk or not. Cause I'm very perceptive. And I can just tell you, 98% of the people on this show, they're jerks. And so I can be the one to say, you know what, Bananas, you're a jerk. You know, you know what? And I could you be the one to say right now that we need to go to we'll be right back. <laughs> we'll be right back with Katie. <laughs> okay, and we're back getting real with John and Beth and with Katie Cooley, OG from Road Rules and so many challenge shows, so many challenge shows. How many challenge shows have you been on? Katie, have you added um, them up? I think 12. Including the ro- the All-Stars? Yes, including All-Stars. That, that's the same as you, Beth. You're right in there with 12 or 13, aren't you? Um, Yeah, I'm, I'm probably I'm probably around the same. So, Katie, I want to know from you, if you could do a challenge and you can invite people to come with you, who would you choose? Well, both of you guys, obviously. Wait, really? <laughs> and John, I, you know what? When you were saying, I would like to sit down. With, I would love, I mean, I like, I would be like, Beth, come on, let's go sit front and center because John is going to tell Johnny Bananas he's a jerk. And oh, you're saying all calm and pastor-like. Yeah. And I would just sit there where you're like, hey, bud, I feel like maybe you don't know this, but you're kind of a jerk. Oh my God. That yeah. would be like in the trailer. I would love it so much. I would love it. <laughs> I would love it. I've been, I've been wanting to tell him this for, you know, and they oh, made this big funny. deal about he was been on 21 challenges and what he's won like seven times. Is that accurate? Something like that. And I'm sitting there going as somebody that was on the first challenge ever, I was on challenges one, five and 10. I'm sitting there going, yeah, if you put me on 21 of them, I'm going to win seven of them too. And all these, I'm sorry. I'm, all these whiners are like, I'm eliminated, but I'll be back. I'm sitting there watching going, you don't deserve to be back. Take a hike and go sit on the sidelines for a couple of decades like they've done with me. Why do you think you're coming back? Oh, oh, because they put you on the show repeatedly. Okay, I understand. So if you get 21 shots, you might win seven. You still might be a jerk. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, li- I do like being on a show with Anissa because she makes me laugh. I like Darrell, Derek Kaczynski, Derek Chavez, Ryan Kehoe, um, Kellyanne, I was going to say, these are all dudes. Like, well, these are nice. Yeah. I, I love Kellyanne yeah. too. Kellyanne. Kellyanne. Uh, 
Ruthie, Kendall. Mm-hmm. I'm just, but I would pick not on ba- based on athleticism. I, I'm basing things on who I enjoy being on a show with. Trishelle? Like, Trishelle would come? I wouldn't care if she came. I again, like, kind of Beth's over it. We have not really communicated since we've we've texted before. You know, maybe. Oh, I don't think John ago. knows. I don't know if you watched the the whole challenge All Stars all the way through, but Katie and Trishelle kind of got into um, a disagreement. John. Yeah, I did. I disagreed. <laughs> Okay. I did. I did see but that. Like, I mean, I, I don't have a uh, look at you with your little spoon. I was um, it up there. But yeah, like, I mean, I would totally embrace that because outside of that moment on All Stars, I've always had a good time with her on a show. It's about people that I can have a conversation with that doesn't just talk about the game. And you guys know what I, well, Beth, I know you know what I'm talking about is when, you know, I'm like, oh, tell me about your kids or where do you live? And like, you know, what do you do? I like those conversations. But if someone's like, who do you want to eliminate next? I'm like, get out of here. God, no, no, I'm done. You know, like I can't just talk about the game. I've got to talk about like I'm more interested in people's outside lives, you know, because the game is so consuming that when I, you know, when we're having coffee in the morning and sitting outside, I'm like, I want to know about what's going on. Of course, there's going to be game talk, but like. I'd like, I don't know. I just like would be based on people, not their athleticism. <laughs> what about you guys? Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, for me, I mean, I would definitely want, I would want you. I would want Kellyanne. I would want Ruthie. I would want Kendall. Anissa and I made up, you know, I don't have anything against Anissa. I'll love to. You guys Anissa. are naming the same people. This is. Yeah. Um, well, this is- I, well, I mean, honestly, like, I feel like in a lot of ways, Katie and I are kind of alike. I don't know. I just, I enjoy her company. I I appreciate her honesty and she's super funny. She makes me laugh. I mean, I have to say on challenge all-stars one, the best night was probably, I mean, I was in, you know, the bedroom with her and Trishelle and Anissa until like three o'clock in the morning. And we were just laughing and having fun. I mean, that's, I had the best time. You know what I wish they would have shown from that season is like, you know, our nineties party. And being like the the door person and letting then the door person at so many challenges, like not letting people in. And they didn't like show any of that. That made me sad. I think they might have showed a snippet, but not like how ruthless I was. I mean, I was dead set on not letting Drell in. Yeah, Katie gets into character. <laughs> I mean, she gets into character. It's, it's funny when we have these parties, for sure. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. Good times. Good times. A lot of good times on the challenge shows. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's definitely fun on there. All right. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Getting Real with John and Beth. And we're going to continue our juicy conversation with Katie Cooley, OG Road Rules, iconic legend. We're back on Getting Real with Katie. And Katie, if they called you today to do another challenge, are you willing? Are you ready to go? Are you interested at all in that? I don't know. I mean, I really don't know all stars more so than the normal challenge i'm just too old for the normal challenge i'm too old to be on mtv i just can't handle it i feel like i would get there and the drama would start and i would be like oh god i don't know if i want to do this because it makes me feel weird now you're so athletic katie yeah you're awesome first of yeah, all you're I, so athletic i hope that's a joke girls no it's not a joke you you no, are entertainment personified and you look like you're in shape. You're full of spunk and energy. You're hilarious. And frankly, I think the all-star show is, is the show. Like when you say, you know, the regular challenge, I think the all-star show is far more entertaining. And so. Well, I did too. So sure. I just watched the normal challenge the other day. 
a little bit of it. And I've, I try to catch up here and there and I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I didn't know 90% of the people. So there you go. Cause they were never on like a real world or road rules. Right. Right. And I'm wondering who these people are. They've come, they've gone and brought in non real world, non road rules, persons and personalities from all these other shows. I'm like, who are these posers? Who are these posers on this show that we made? Yeah. So who do you keep in touch with from your original season and from the challenge shows? Who are your, who are your um, people that you keep in touch with? I, uh, from my original season, it's really Steve and every once in a while, Adam, but that's it from my season. And then from the challenge, it's mostly social media. Of course, right before a challenge, everybody's talking all the time, like texting, calling. And then even after it first ends, everybody kind of keeps in touching texts and calls. And then it kind of just drifts away. And then it airs and then everyone starts it up again. And then it drifts away. <laughs> so it's mostly like liking someone's stuff on social media or, you know, like messaging them. Like I, me and Kellyanne send each other different things. Like, you know, I'll ask her about my dog who's like 100 years old. And I'm like, what does this mean? And then, you know, and she's like, oh, you should try this, you know, like green drink. Uh, but it, it's more like that. So like Kellyanne, Kendall, uh, you know, it's it's most like real. And Eric, I mean, Eric lives here in Lexington. I just talked to him last week. Um, Big he's easy. one of my favorite people. Yeah. For people who don't know, that's Big Easy. And he was originally... What challenge was he originally he on? He was on Fresh Meat. Fresh and Meat. He, right, fresh and he meat. was on All Stars 1. Now, he might not be everyone's favorite, but he's always been really good to me. And I 100% trust him. He's always been a loyal friend to me. So, like, he'd be on, on my list, too. I forgot to mention him. Nice. Y'all are tight, right? I mean, we, yeah, we, like, we hung out a lot after All Stars, like I said. And then everybody gets back into their normal routine. And I am a huge, like, routine person, like... You could pretty much predict every single day of my week. So I don't like stray from that very often. But every once in a while, like my husband and I will like go downtown and I'll call him and, you know, we'll meet up with him and his girlfriend, you know, for dinner or something. Oh, that's great. So since you have this routine, tell us about a day in the life of Katie Cooley. What is that like? What do you do? Um, well, I am the senior finance manager for a media production company. And then, you know, I do some interior design stuff locally or through e-design. But yeah, up at six o'clock in the morning and, you know, get my daughter off to school. And then, you know, my well, I was working from home, but now we have to be, we work in the office Monday through Thursday and then work from home on Friday. So, yeah. And then, it, you know, it's like tonight my daughter has a softball game. So it's like taking her to practice on Tuesdays. We usually go to my parents once or twice a week for dinner. Yeah. I mean, it's, hey, that's so cool. Your daughter's playing softball. Yes. So she's so cute. Oh, my gosh. Today's her first like game. So I have a bunch of family coming to watch her. And yeah. I can't, I can't even wait, but yeah, she's trying, she does basketball. She's done gymnastics and dance and theater. Theater's her favorite of everything she's tried. Oh my gosh. So. I love that. I love that. Okay. Well, we're going to pretend we're on a challenge right now. Uh -oh. Katie, pretend you're 40 feet above the water. And if you don't answer this correctly, you're going to fall. Okay. Fall, Katie, <laughs> what were the first five seasons of road rules? Road rules one, two, three, four, and five. That's correct. <laughs> That's actually technically correct. Yes. No, no, fall. no falling for you. No falling. I, didn't, I don't know. You. Should I pull? Should I pull the rope? Is she gonna fall? No, don't do it, Beth. Come on. <laughs> I'm bringing you down with me. See, this is this is how you instigate, Beth, and then and then 
you know, people come back on you and yeah. And, and you just, you know, I don't know why people um, pick on me. It's because oh you're making gosh. people fall. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, it is road rules. USA was the first one. And I think that's the one that Mark Long was on the Godfather and then road rules, Europe road rules, Island road rules, Northern trail, and then road rules down under, but somewhere in between that, or I don't know if road rules down under happened first or if the road rules all stars happened, which is what John was on. He was on the very first challenge. Mm, well, I That's can when tell the you challenges started the first challenge. What year was that? It was in 97. It aired in 98. They called it, oh. they called it the road rules, all stars, which is curious because we were one person from each real world. Eric niece from the first real world, me from the second real world, Rachel from the third San Francisco and then Sean from Boston, who ended up marrying Rachel, I introduced them, and Cynthia from the Miami show. And they called these five real worlders the Road Rules All-Stars. And we actually competed in Lake Placid against, um, oh my goodness, let's see, Noah played guitar. There was Dan. There was Tara. There was John. I and think I that was Northern Trail. I think it was Northern that Trail. Northern Trail, Katie? Yeah. Do you know? Um, I only, know, like, I will say I'm from season 10. <laughs> I know it was there called The Quest, but I would say season 10. Yeah. Huh. Okay. That's awesome. I always, you know, I always said that Road Rules was more fun. They got their idea to even do Road Rules. Katie, I don't know if you know this. They flew two of my real world roommates to Nashville. They got in a Winnebago and drove to my house in Owensboro, Kentucky. We drove from Owensboro, Kentucky to Los Angeles to meet the rest of our crazy roommates. Oh, and that, wow. was, that was the first two episodes of our real world season. And they said, wow, that was phenomenal. We're going to do a whole spinoff series in a Winnebago and call it road rules. And they're going to travel and do missions. Oh, and, wow. Uh, yeah. So I always say was I was filmed? on the first. Yeah, I was filmed. It's the first two episodes of our real world. So I always say, Katie, I always say, you know, I, I started road rules because of that trip. I was on the first challenge. So I started the challenge and I started the real world too. Cause the whole first season sucked. So, you know, I, <laughs> that's my spiel and I'm sticking to it. Oh my gosh, John. I watched the homecoming of your, <laughs> yeah, your season. Wish, wish you had oh, what did you that. think? What did you yeah. think? You could be completely honest, Katie. No, I was, I was entertained. <laughs> uh, I felt like it was a little dominated by Tammy, but no, whatever. Yeah. no. And that was not Tammy's fault, by the way. That was just the way it was orchestrated. Well, I, yeah. And the way, I mean, they could choose to edit otherwise, but yeah, I watched all of the homecomings. I don't know why that stopped because that was like way better to me than a challenge. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's more fun to watch these shows than to be one of the idiots that's on the show. It's more fun to be entertained by watching a bunch of people lose their minds than actually being on the challenge or in the house and being one of the people in the middle of the stress. I don't know. I kind of I kind of enjoyed doing the, the reunion show. I mean, I enjoyed having an opportunity to kind of wrong. My you guys life. were in the same house, right? Yeah, yes, we were, were. We lived together twice on television. Yeah, I feel like really that would have felt so weird. Like if my RV is not just in some like shithole somewhere, but the fact that you guys got to revisit your original house and that would be so neat. Yeah, we went back in the same exact house. It was crazy. Yeah, and I know they couldn't with New Orleans, but I enjoyed that too. Okay, but why did you enjoy it? Because I mean, I watched it, and and those that those was the season members. that made me audition for the shows. So that the, was I mean, the first those real are friends world of mine. that I really got into. But now the homecoming was a train wreck. I mean, it was a train wreck, and our dear friends, several of them, are on. I mean, it was it was it was a dumpster fire, and and you know it was. And so, why did we enjoy watching that? Because 
<laughs> I also love like, you know, 2020 and it's about somebody who got a mur- murdered. So I guess I'm just an asshole. I just like, like shows with a bunch of, I don't know, but I mean, I do, I like get excited. I'll be like, it's Friday night. There's a good dateline. I like call my mom. You got to watch dateline tonight and I'm um, go down rabbit holes and I Google and it, it's, it's kind of sad and pathetic, but I'm very entertained. And then I sit there and go, oh gosh, this, this is like someone's life, but I don't feel that empathy for people on a reality show though at all. Mm-hmm. I was kind of hoping when I watched the real world New Orleans homecoming, I was kind of hoping that Melissa and Julie were going to make up. We all were. I really wanted them to make up. I really like yeah. you and Tammy did. Like, I mean, honestly, like you and Tammy had this reconciliation and it was a great, you know, moment and and we were all watching going oh this is going to work out in the end and it just didn't got worse yeah i mean look i'm happy i got to make up with tammy i got to make up with glenn yeah that that's that was i think that was kind of like what they wanted with those shows that was their intention but i think they were a lot more reserved on the new orleans cast like they were very conscious of the cameras except for julie Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a whole different I, I experience. I knew they were there, paid for it, but like, was it canceled? The homecomings were canceled, and I, I don't understand why. I mean, I, I hope that the, the homecomings come back. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, I agree. Have we heard, any, have we, have we heard any other news about that through the grapevine? Have we heard any gossip or anything? I mean, I hope, I hope they come back. John Murray was on our show, and we asked him if the homecomings would come back, and. He said right now they're waiting on the, the network to order more shows. So kind of on hold, but they sure was spectacular. And we're thankful that we got to do it. We were a little disappointed in the way that the, the storyline was, was so dominant, Tammy. And then of course, you know, David ended up leaving the house again. So it's like, we can't really manage to live in a house with David more than 12 days. It doesn't matter what Gosh, decade it is. But. I <laughs> I mean, I was really trying to make up with him. Talk about apologizing. I mean, I was apologizing left and right. Anyway, Katie, I do want to ask you, I want to know what your favorite jams are. Like when you're <laughs> driving around, if you're going to work or if you're going to, to pick up your beautiful daughter, uh, what are the songs that you just love to turn up so loud and wow. joy? I want you, guys to are gonna be, you guys are going to be disappointed. No. Really? It's usually, yeah, it's usually podcasts. <laughs> oh, you, you prefer to listen to podcasts more than music? Yeah. And sometimes I even drive with nothing on because that's like my thinking time. I know. Oh, I do it's like weird. that. No, I do like silence in the car is a good thing, actually. But I listen to like a podcast. But I mean, I do like music. Like if we're hosting something, I always have music on. Well, I loved Shania Twain growing up. Go girl. Any man of mine. I can't sing. Sorry, John. Um, yeah, I loved and I just heard it randomly somewhere. And I was like, oh, my gosh, oh, I love this song. And I forgot how much I liked it. Shania Twain. I loved Jewel. I love Dixie Chicks. Jewel Dixie Chicks. OK. Yep. <laughs> and like Dave Matthews Band. And then, gosh, I don't know. Now I just will say like, you know, kind of like Taylor Swift and not like I get really annoyed when it becomes like the two, like, ugh, well, you live in Nashville now, right, John? But I'm not going to wear cowboy boots and glittery sequined tassel dresses and sing along in my 40s to her. Like, that's a little fucking nuts to me, but whatever. Uh, I'm like, I like her. I am not obsessed like everybody else in the country, but, but I'm you love her. But, but, <clears throat> yeah. but I mean, but if you went to her concert and your daughter was like, wanted to dress up, you wouldn't dress up with her. I think you would just. Fun of it. I hate oh. concerts. Oh, you hate concerts? <laughs> yes. 
Oh my oh, gosh, Beth I would think that concerts. you would love uh, to go to concerts. No. I love going to concerts. My husband got me pink tickets because I do love pink. And I just feel really overwhelmed. You know, like there's too many, too much going on around me. And I'm like, ah, I need, and I feel claustrophobic. Like I'm like, I gotta go. And so, and then he, we did, what was the, the Abbott brothers. He got tickets for that. And then we left halfway through. So I was like, I have to pee. Oh gosh, I don't want to wear the, and I had on heels. And so it's just not my favorite thing to do. And I get invited, like my cousins love to go and they're always asking me and my husband and I'm like, oh, why don't we just like meet up with them after? So yeah, <laughs> I'm like the last person to ask these things. Too well, uh, because, what are your favorite podcasts? Uh, well, right now I'm listening to Kristen Cavallari's new one. I listen to Straight Up with Stassi. I love her. Stassi. Oh my God. I love Vanderpump Rules. Yes. And then I listen to this one about hormonal health, <laughs> about oh, your hormones. Oh, can um, you give me some advice about menopause? You oh, getting wow. well, I, good, Do I need to stay for this? Info? <laughs> well, I'm not in menopause yet, but like I'm always talking about it or talking about perimenopause or like taking the right supplements to, I'm like, Oh, you know, I feel like this is happening because now I'm just getting older. And so I've got become more health conscious in the last few years than I've ever been. I drink greens and matcha and, you know, all of those things now. Um, but yeah, but she'll talk about your hormone health and how important magnesium magnesium glycinate is and how it helps with getting a good night's sleep. So my mom will get in my car and be like, Oh my God, turn this hormone stuff off because I like them. And then a true crime garage about murders like that. Uh, yeah. So it's all really good. One. Oh, not skinny, but not fat. I like that one too. Uh -huh. Wait, what's it called? Not skinny, but not fat. Not skinny, but not fat. Who who hosts that? Oh my gosh, I don't know her name. Amanda, Amanda, I think is her name. But it's funny. So she like has like celebrity guests on, and she like makes fun of celebrities, and it's it's just entertaining on my way to work. And so, uh, would you ever be a Real Housewife, Katie? Um, yeah, totally. <laughs> but they would. I, I mean, totally see you on that show, Katie. That would be fun. Yeah, uh, because I don't have to do anything like that. That's that. Like I was on the wrong show. I've said that a million times. I should have been on the real world. I don't want to compete. I just want to chill. I want to ask people questions <laughs> like let's go shopping. Let's go out to lunch. Let's host like fun little parties. Oh, some events, and, you know, yeah. philanthropy, host some events. Yes, exactly. It's cute that you think the real world is so easy to be on. Well, it's probably <laughs> not easy per se, but you can't like, live you with my roommate. Like, a pretty mansion. I was in an RV. I was basically in a yeah. rolling trailer park. <laughs> Your RV was nicer you know, than our house. You know but what? You, I'm, you, I'm with Katie. I would much rather talk about my feelings than have to jump from 40 feet into the water. Yes. 1,000%. I'll talk well, let about me tell you anything. Something. Let me tell you something. Me Both too, of you guys are awesome on the challenge. You would... You would be boring on the real world. You would be awesome, you know, jumping off of something very high, scared to death, telling everybody what you think and conniving and, and doing all of your you know, strategery, Beth. And I would love to see the two of you back on a challenge doing your wondrous works. In fact, I'd love to be there in person to watch it competing or giving my opinion on who I think is a jerk. Katie, where do we find you on Instagram? I know you have several handles. Where do you want people to find um, you on Instagram? Well, I just have two, which really just one it's decker kate ky which is like the word decor and then kate and then ky for kentucky i'm i might change it but like that is it yeah you so. do excellent excellent decorating your pictures of 
the homes and your work is beautiful. We're so thankful that you were on Getting Real today. Thank you for being here. And uh, we love you. I mean, Beth has been so excited about having you and and I have too. You're one of my my favorite challengers and I can't wait to to hang with you again or see you on a show or both. For sure. Let me know next time you're in Kentucky. Won't be long. Will not be long. Yeah. Holidays are coming up. So great to have you, Katie. Thank you so much. Thank you. You guys take care. You've been listening to Getting Real with John and Beth on the Pantheon Podcast Network. Executive produced by Christian Swain and Peter Firioli. Edited by Michael DeVestia. Produced by Lindley Ehrlich. Hosted by Beth Delarchek and John Brennan. Be sure to follow us on social media on Instagram and TikTok. You can follow Beth at Beth's Real World and follow John at johnbrennan.com. Also, follow the podcast on Instagram at Getting Real with John and Beth. Until next time, keep it real. Beth! It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.